Outlaw motorcycle gangs are nothing but the mob on wheels. Leave it to Steve Cook out of the Midwest Gang Association or whatever he has to uh, call himself to come out and really get his attention that he always wants to from the news, from the media, going around calling himself a gang expert. Really, do you have to go to school or something for that gang expert stuff? Or more importantly, do you have to go to school to get a motorcycle club expert degree that you can hang on your wall? Do you just self-declare yourself an expert? because you work some cases? Come on, give me a break, man. It's all about money to you. You are the first one that jumps out when something happens. And what I'm talking about is Lefty from the Pagans was shot and killed and boom, he's right up in this one. Take a look at this video, man. I, I couldn't believe it. Well, actually, I could believe it because that's what he does. It always seems this is what they do. Take a look at this video real quick. Look at what experts are calling a rapid expansion of motorcycle gangs nationwide. They're not street gangs. Uh, they're more like the mob. They're more like organized crime on wheels. Sources tell WREL a New Year's Day homicide in Raleigh involved rival biker gangs. WREL investigates Joe Fisher explains why these brotherhoods are viewed as local and national threats. A man on his motorcycle gunned down in a North Raleigh neighborhood New Year's Day. Unfortunately, it's starting to affect the general public. Sources tell WREL the victim, Jonas Padilla, was a member of the Pagans motorcycle gang. And the five men now facing murder charges are with the Red Devils. Each one of these groups wants to be king of the hill, top of the mountain. Steve Cook says the Red Devils are a support group of Hell's Angels. He's investigated biker gangs for nearly 30 years. They're not going away. They're not dwindling in size. If anything, they're expanding rapidly. They're becoming increasingly more violent, uh, a lot more public with their violence. I'm at the Cleveland Draft House. There's a bunch of bikers up here, and they're shooting guns and stuff. I need the police now. In 2021, Clayton police say a fight between the Pagans and Red Devils ended with one person shot and four others severely beaten at the Cleveland Draft House. Last year, a triple homicide in Fayetteville was tied to biker gangs. Police said the Red Devils were among those involved. In the recent Raleigh shooting, investigators say the five men conspired to kill Padilla, then stole his jacket. That's a sign to Cook. If you can take another uh, rival gang member's uh, patch from him, that's a big deal. The Department of Justice has identified more than 300 outlaw motorcycle gangs in the U.S. Among them, the Hells Angels, Mongols, Benditos, Outlaws, and Sons of Silence pose a serious national domestic threat. They're involved in a laundry list of criminal activities. Right at the top of the, the page is drug distribution. The, these groups are very little about actual brotherhood. They're about earning money, committing crimes, and protecting their, uh, their turf and territory. Cook says the gangs are tight-knit global organizations. Uh, they attend events together, funerals, 
uh, you know, USA run. With a rapid expansion, he says the public needs to be aware and police need to respond. This is not something that you can let go. Uh, there has to be a, uh, a response. Otherwise, uh, you know, there's a perceived weakness that comes out of it. I'm Joe Fisher, WREL News. Cook says retaliation is common for crimes involving biker gangs. However, it could happen anywhere because of how interconnected gangs have become nationwide. Now, seriously, do you buy what he was saying in that video? Now, I know there's going to be Leo supporters. I know there are going to be uh, some coppers that are watching that. And they're going to say, yeah, he's point on. Give me a break with that. And I've always said it. Now, he's comparing clubs to the mob. Clubs can't even get the kickstands up at 12 o'clock without anything going wrong. There's nothing organized about it. When are you going to get that in your thick skull? Not about brotherhood? Is that because that your fellow police officers no longer believe in the blue wall? They don't back each other's play when they're doing something illegal? It sounds like, you know, you got a chip on your shoulder there, Steve. But I do, I'd like to know why you run out to the TV cameras every time something goes on. Because you're not a biker expert. You're not an MC expert. I don't care how long you worked it. You're not an expert. Hell, I've been around forever and I ain't even an expert. I learn something new every day. But see, you have this attitude that you're the almighty, almighty expert on everything that happens in the club scene. No, what people need to know is it's all about money with you. You go around to all these cop shops and say to them, hey, I'll give you advice on the, how to handle this situation. That's what you do. Do you not? I say for everybody to go over to his website and check it out and check the BS that he has coming out of there. Now, the situation that happened, I cover yesterday. And I have to agree that it was the most atrocious thing that has happened this year, last year, a couple years. And that is when you shoot a man off of his motorcycle, you are nothing but a coward. And those that are going around high-fiving and all that stuff with them guys, well, you're not going to be around for, you know, in five, ten years any damn way. So who cares what you have to say? But if you're high-fiving to something like this, you're a coward, too. You know, this story, I think, affected myself. I think it affected Black Dragon. Because you get to the point where you try your best absolute best to put both sides of the story out for the club and something like this goes on 
And then you see some of the comments, like I said, high fives, or there was a guy who said, well, maybe it was somebody else. Come on. Really? Come on. Take off the aluminum foil. For once, just take that off, will you? And be realistic. I know I try to spin stories, but this ain't one that you can spin. Somebody lost their life getting shot off a motorcycle. And guess what? His son heard his father getting killed. That's an animal right there. I'm sorry, that's an animal. If you get life or you ride Sparky, that's your problem. You did it. You were dumb. You ruined your life for nothing. So don't go up there when you get in front of that judge crying or saying I'm sorry or pleading and pleading. Don't do that. You made your choice. And no, a lot of people are sick of this kind of stuff happening because contrary to what Steve Cook has to say, clubs ain't out there on an organized level dealing drugs. Dude needs to come in the present day. He really does. Yeah, that happened a long time ago. That stuff is basically gone now. It's not on an organized club level. And he knows that, but he ain't going to tell you that. He's too busy trying to get money. But that is the real truth in the matter is clubs ain't into this kind of stuff. As far as drugs, uh, what's their left as far as territory? Everybody's going to go where they want to go. And say a club did sanction this, the hell did this do for your club? You lost five people. Not to mention you might have freaking undercovers coming in now because... You know what? When somebody's facing hardcore time or facing the chair or the needle, they're talking. I don't care what anybody says. They're talking. They don't want to ride the lightning. So there's all kinds of different stuff. And you, if you go and retaliate now, another family is going to get affected by it. You got to look yourself in the mirror and say, do I want my family suffering because of this garbage? Because somebody wants me to do the ride along with them because we're brothers. And that's what Black Dragon brought up yesterday. Do you want to do that? And if you do, you're a follower. If you can't sit there and say, you know what? No, ain't happening. You don't like it? Here's my stuff. It's better than it affecting your family or you going to prison the rest of your life. Because guess what? You ain't riding no bikes in prison. You ain't partying in prison unless, you know, I ain't going to go there. I wanted to give you this from Crystal. This is Lefty's uh, wife that left this on the video. This was my husband. He was such an amazing man. He would do anything for his family and brothers. Her child heard his own dad get shot. My family is lost without him. I am blessed I got 
beautiful 19 years with him, but I wish I could have many more. He was taken from my son, which is the hardest thing right now. You cannot tell me after hearing that, you can't put your difference aside and stop the mess. I get it. One percenters say they don't care what other people think. Okay, fine. Fine. But don't cry and whine when people push back on this shit. Don't cry and whine when people are going around calling clubs gangs. Because this does have to stop. It's 2023, man. There's cameras everywhere. And you know the caliber of person coming in the clubs now. They're not going to hold up under interrogation. Hell no. They're going to get out there and start yapping. Start yapping. And what's even worse is you have a lot of people in the next generation that are against clubs. Hell, they don't even want to buy Harley Davidsons. Because like I talked about over on Insane Wheels, it was subject, uh, the subject was Harley Davidson lost my business. And it had to deal with an article that was written by a millennial who said, we're not interested in that outlaw image. We're not interested in hearing about killings or any of that stuff. We just want to ride our motorcycle. Wasn't that what riding in a motorcycle club was supposed to be about anyway? Little more on that. Another comment. A club isn't what it once was. There isn't a true brotherhood anymore. The clubs need to get rid of these thugs that are making the clubs and the gangs a true outlaw was to have fun and be free, but it's not like that anymore. It was if you had a problem with somebody y'all fought and afterwards, no matter if you got your butt kicked or whipped, the other guy did it was over now they went to shoot one now it's shoot one another it's said because the old code of being a brotherhood is gone younger generation kid but doesn't he make a damn good point right there i think he does makes a great point and yeah i get upset every time steve cook comes on the air after a tragedy and works it to his advantage but until that kind of stuff like we've seen is over and done with, you're still going to have this guy over there. You're still going to have the feds all over you. I don't get what people don't, don't know. You can't beat the damn federal government in court. They got too much monies. And yeah, I have to admit for once, a, a story has affected me. It really has especially after reading his widow's comment because it's bogus to have a kid have to hear their father gunned down the hell's wrong with everybody now straight up what is with everybody right now maybe they're right get rid of the thugs or want to be gangsters before everybody starts looking like a bunch of idiots Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show right now. Don't forget to like and subscribe to here. And Insane Throttle will be right back 
with China Dow Rocker. We have ignition. Strap in. You're about to listen to the hottest sounds. It's the hottest mixtape in the world. And you've got it. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio A61354. With a little love and some tenderness. We'll walk upon the water, we'll rise above the mist With a little peace and some harmony We'll take the world together, we'll take them by the hand Come and touch your hair I said you 
What's up, everyone? How you guys and gals doing? I got hard diamond titties next to me. Yes, China Dow is in the house. We got good news for everybody today. Immediately after the first hour of the show, go back to Insane Throttle Biker News. China Dow and myself are going to keep on going with the show. It's a members-only segment. Yes, Monday through Friday, you members of the channel over on Insane Throttle Biker News are going to get an extra 20, 30 minutes of content nobody else will be able to get. Now, to explain that, I opened it up to all membership levels for the first 30 days. After that, it's going to go to the super uh, supporters and up $3.99 a month. That really helps uh, the show out uh, to keep it going for that extra half hour. So you got 30 days and then uh, it's $3.99 a month. You know, a couple cents a day for coffee or something like that. It's the, the cost of one coffee. One coffee, <laughs> especially in these times with Starbucks. <laughs> I don't know how anybody can like pay for you that's know, like ten dollars for a cup of coffee. That's here. ridiculous. That's so ridiculous. That is going to be the second half of the show. Are you looking uh, forward to doing an hour and a half, thirty uh, minutes for our members only? I got this. You got Let's this. Go. You got this. Diamond tits. That's going to be your new nickname. Shut up. I'm talking them little titties, man. Now see her titties. I love her titties. They're small. They're a nice little handful. Uh, you to play Radio Tokyo with them. I, I think I got a signal the other night from Japan on them things. Uh, but it, it, it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Uh, how you guys and gals doing in the chat room? What's up? One time, hmm. baby. One time in there. Nitro, SNS, Rascal. Uh, anybody else I can't see on the chat. But uh, what's up with you, China? Now, you're looking better. Legs getting better. You're walking around here. You look like a gimp, but you're still doing good without these crutches and stuff. Like I'm that. not supposed to not use the crutches, so shh. Oh, that has to be on the down low. Yeah, why'd you open your mouth? Ooh. Later on in the show, we're going to be talking about five ways to spot an instigator. I'm telling you what, yesterday, man, you took over my show. Oops, Our sorry. Show, I guess. You know, there is two hosts on this show, and you took it over on me. I was like sitting here. It's fair trade. You do it to me all the time. You sit here and talk and talk and talk, and I just sit back in my chair like, okay. I have to admit. I, yeah, I have to admit. Yes, I do that a lot. Uh, but I was kind of proud of you. You let loose. I was like, man, she's becoming a shock jock after all. It was beautiful. I, you know what? See, what you seen yesterday is what I got to deal with all freaking day. I, I, I do. I really do. I have to deal with that every day. Sometimes I just keep going. I can't help it. You can't help it. It's funny. She says, you should live in my head for a day. 
was like, hell no, man. That's like Michael Myers and Jason and all them in the one in that head of hers. Michael, you need to have your boy Chubb come on so I can say hi to him. Hi, Chubb. Rattlesnake says, China's everything you addressed yesterday was valid. Well, thank you very much. I, I just needed to vent. Who is Chubb? I don't know. I don't know. I think he wants to look at your diamond titties. And Nitro says, Brett went to the doctor and now is cancer free. Oh! Oh! That's awesome. That's badass right there. Cancer That is free. amazing. That is amazing. I am so happy. So proud. Hell yeah, man. That's a fighter right there, man. Uh, Brat. She a fighter. <laughs> she is. She a fighter, man. I still don't understand how we can supposedly land on the moon. Because I got my re reservations about that. I think it was staged. You still you 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 still think the, the first landing on the moon was staged? I think staged? it was staged. A lot of people said it was. And the reason why I said that is because they sucked during the Gemini and Mercury program. Mm. They only orbited the Earth for like 15 minutes. And now you're going to come back and tell me that within a, what was when Kennedy said we have to go to the moon or something like that. I think there was like a nine year span between when he said it to it happened and working with video all the time. I think I can make a better moon landing than that. Just think about it. It happened in 69. We were born in 73. So four years before they landed on the moon and now they're having a hard time going to the moon again. And it's 2023. Uh, seriously, do you think that it really happened? Do you think that it really happened with the moon landing? Me personally, no. You, you don't think it happened? No. Why is that? I think it was staged on a stage. I think so too. And I think that would be the biggest cover-up besides, you know, the CIA killing Kennedy that this country's ever had. And we know the government's going to do it because we had no other choice to fake something like that because of the arms race, the Cold War. They sent up Sputnik. We had our hands on our junk and didn't know how to respond. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm serious here. <laughs> I think at the time, them people needed something. To say America was better. But can you explain the reason why we can't do it now? Yeah, why all of a sudden have we never done it since then? <laughs> How? Why? See, one time just came back, and I have to ask him this. I have to ask him this. He, or old guy writing, he watched the moon landing in first grade in school. When you watched it, Originally, you know, he was in first grade. I don't know if he'll remember this. I can't remember yesterday. <laughs> Did it look real to you? It's probably you. He was on black and white TV, too. Yeah, but first grade, when you're in first grade and you see something on TV, everything's real. Mm -hmm. Like legit TV shows. That's real. 
Yeah. I mean, come on. I think they're hiding stuff from us. And I'm not just talking about the moon landing. I think they are hiding everything from us. <laughs> SMS. What? The government doesn't do that? <laughs> and the reason why I say that, if you look at the pyramids of Giza, there's pyramids everywhere in the world, but specifically there because you can see them. That was not a burial place. It wasn't. And then you had the spink with the water erosion. I think they had electricity back then. It could have been a power plant. And there's a lot of people with PhDs and higher than me that believe that as well. What are they so scared about? I'll tell you why. Uh-oh. You want to know why they're scared? Why? Because it'll break down society. If we knew the truth, meaning all the religions out there would break down. It would, it would break down. Here you are believing one thing. Next thing you find out that we might be a product of an experiment that we were made by something else from an otherworldly being. And then I tried to put it together. I did. I tried to put it together here. Uh-oh. The Pentecost. That's when Jesus went up into the heavens and said he would return. You had the book of Daniel where they talked about flying chariots. So what if he did go up, but it was from somewhere other than here? And he said he'd be back. Now, you know, traveling at the speed of light, it might be a few thousand years before he gets his ass back here. Am I right or wrong? It'll be a few thousand years before he'd get his ass back here. I just think that there's so much going on that we do not know about. And that science refuses to address. Because they don't want us to know the truth. They don't. Rattlesnake says, think about how many, how, how people reacted when they said the earth wasn't flat. Well, that's true. It blew their mind. And you say, okay, well, how do you explain us, you know, coming from the apes? You know, evolution and all that stuff. Well, I think it was an evolution. And I think one people, something that people don't understand and don't think about is we have a soul and a soul can't even be defined. It's just like when you walk up to dead peoples, you walk up to dead peoples. Like you mean in a casket? In a casket, wherever. Yeah. And you look at them. It seems like nothing's there. They, they look empty. It looks like an empty vessel. Because mm -hmm. the soul left the body. There's too many mysteries out there mm -hmm. that we don't understand. You know, you got all these peoples that say, well, this might have happened after death or this might happen. Oh, bullshit. You're never going to know until you die. Yeah, but what about those people that have died and 
come back. See, there is a lot of controversy behind that. I don't know. There was a little kid it happened to. It happened, and you know what was even... There was one in India, I think it was, where the, what, one or two-year-old, three-year-old, whatever it is, and this happens in kids, where they remember their past. I believe in reincarnation. I do. I believe you get cycled in, karma, all that stuff. Well, she was able to go to a village let everybody know what was happening and found her own killer. She died by murder in the previous life. So reincarnation, I believe 100%. Do you? Yes. And why is that? You see, I think, you know what? I hate to say this, but I think Buddhism is the closest you're going to get the true answers. Buddhism, because they believe in karma, it's like a 5,000-year-old religion. I believe in karma. But karma says in your previous life, you got to, if you have a previous life, and, and then in your current life, you have to atone for that. And I believe that 100%. I really do. Yeah, I think you have to come back and do it all over again if you screwed up. One time, and you know what? I'm going to call you Joan Ark, man. That was a messed up one to do. He was Joan Ark in his former life. Oh, I'm going to use that one time, and you know. <laughs> Never give Hollywood any ammunition. Nitro says his soul leaves his body every time he eats shrooms. Well, let's let's talk about that. I wouldn't know. Does that, <laughs> no, does taking shrooms or LSD, which the government, they did uh, experiments on people, does that enhance it to where you can leave your body? I think some drugs can. But at the same time, have you heard the stories where somebody's laying on a gurney and next thing you know, they're floating above their uh, body? And mm -hmm. you can hear what the doctors are saying, especially the ones talking shit about you. Mm -hmm. That's some bullshit, man. You can't talk shit about me where I can't talk back. <laughs> That's nasty business. <laughs> That's messed up. So do I think that we're being lied to 110%. There's a lot of stuff we're being lied about. I mean, come on. Area 51, there's an example. You know what? Now I think it's, so people know about it. I don't think anything's going on there. I think they just moved it to somewhere else. Kind of like the CIA black prisons, man. When they go out there, take people off, they cut their nuts off, all that kind of nasty shit. I think they're demonic. I really do. They are demonic people, that CIA stuff. And if I'm missing, I didn't want to commit suicide. <laughs> I didn't want to do it. Just so you know. <laughs> wow. I have to. You, I have to bring that up. You got issues. If I committed suicide, it was either China or the CIA. <laughs> it was not me. What do we got in the news today? I, I don't know, man. I... <laughs> So many things, so many things. You're crazy. I don't think I'm crazy. I think the people uh, 
that try to brainwash everybody's crazy. So here's where this world is going today. A six-year-old boy who shot his teacher in Virginia had stole his mother's gun from their home before putting it in his backpack and pulling the trigger during class. What the You know what? This right there, right there, pisses me off. You know why? Because it hurts us responsible gun owners. Mm-hmm. It gives them a reason to come after our guns. You got a six-year-old in your house. They're going to think it's a toy gun. Oh, no, no, no. Not this one. Well, hold on. Okay. In general. In general. They're going to think it's a toy. They're going to go out there, play cops and robbers, and shoot somebody. Because you're dumb and didn't put a trigger lock on. And you didn't have it in a safe. Mm -hmm. Now, them kind of people, I think you should arrest them. Because I am tired of my gun rights being taken away because of stupid peoples. Go ahead. The elementary student who is still remaining unnamed is now being detained in a medical facility where professionals continue to psychologically evaluate him. The teacher, Abby Zwerner, 25, is in stable, is stable after the life-threatening attack on Friday. She was shot point-blank range, and the bullet went through her hand and into her chest. She was giving her first-grade class instruction when the child pulled the gun out of his backpack and shot her. The police have confirmed that the attack was intentional, not accidental. Okay, you know what? I don't know where I stand on this. A six-year-old does not know what they're doing. I think that they put it there. And you know what? They'll probably arrest that kid. Six years old. He is a, He is arrested. They arrested him. Yeah, he's sitting in a mental facility being examined now. Well, a mental facility is a lot different than being thrown in jail. Yeah, but Maybe that's just because court, court hasn't happened yet. But do you think he should have been arrested? No, I think the mother should have been. Well, let's hear about the mother. Newport News Police Chief Steve Drew said on Monday afternoon that more facts have to be gathered before the department can determine if charges will be filed against the boy's mother. I think she's the one ultimately responsible. She should have had a trigger lock on it. In a safe when you have kids in your house. The problem is we don't teach our kids about how serious a gun is. In the old days, they used to have classes in school about guns. Down south, you had them, uh, you had kids riding around with freaking shotguns. They knew how to respect a gun. They were taught. And now we have these kids that are, she probably let them play GTA 5. Six years old, probably let them play. They don't teach these kids what's right and wrong no more. And I think it's disgusting. So if, you know, you went, you got your void card, say you picked up a piece, you're exercising your Second Amendment rights, and next thing you know, they're being attacked because of schmucks like this lady. Now, I know uh, in other places around the country, 
they've taken away that kind of stuff. But this this saddens me. But see, this could have been prevented. Here's how. A grandparent of a student at the school claimed that the week prior to the attack, the child brought in shiny gold bullets and told his class and teacher he was thinking about bringing a gun. So why the hell didn't the nobody school did stop anything. it right at that point? Nobody it did anything. It was bright shiny. I guarantee it was a full metal jacket then. Shiny gold bullets. And then the next That's week. That's a full metal jacket. Then the next week he brings a gun after saying he was going to and nobody so did this guy, a thing. So this kid had ammunition the week before. What's he getting his hands on ammunition? And the grandmother that the, the of the child that was told this about the kid, the grandmother went to the school and informed the school about how the child said he was going to bring a gun. And the school uh, got back to the parents saying that if the kid said it was probably a Nerf bullet and the parents said no Nerf in the grandparents said well nerf bullets aren't shiny and gold no they're not they're that's just like a lot of airsoft so basically the school was trying to push it off saying it was a nerf gun and like that he was talking about a nerf gun and that he brought nerf bullets to school so you're gonna tell me that the school ignored it no they ignored what a real bullet is compared to a nerf oh they stupid or either that they just didn't want to do their job. I think they just didn't want to believe that the child went to his grandparent and said, "This is what the this is what the kid brought to school." And then when the the grandparent contacted the school, they blew it off because it was another six year old child. Oh, oh, pish posh! It was just probably Nerf bullets. And they could have saved. They could have saved. They, well, the teacher is in stable condition, they, they but could they could have prevented it yeah. from happening. Could have prevented it and got the kid help. Because if you look at it, our granddaughter is what, six years old? Yeah, one, one of She's them. She's stupid. Yeah. She is stupid. <laughs> She'd do it. She ain't stupid. She is but, stupid. But they have no common sense at that age. And I feel bad for the kid. You know, other people are going to say no. I say yes. Well, and the teacher got shot because the she was attempting to confiscate the gun from the child when she was shot. Mm-hmm. And now the police are working to determine how the child got the weapon and why he actually shot his teacher. Well, like one time says, and let me know what you think here, movies, games, and lack of parenting put your blame on any of the above discipline your kids, teach them right, or kick their asses. Oh boy, did I get ass whoopings. It taught me right from wrong. But I I do not think you let these kids. Now this ain't like Atari 2600 when we grew up. Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, hockey. No, you got GTA 5 where you're killing people. Me, when I get upset, I go play GTA 5 to kill people. <laughs> so I don't kill them on the streets. But it all comes down to her. Lock them freaking guns up. 
because you're costing me my Second Amendment rights. And that ain't fair. Brian, anyone with a half a brain can tell the difference between a real bullet and a Nerf bullet. The mother is a crappy parent. Yeah. Who in their right mind does not own a weapon and have it locked up properly? I don't know. It, it, it blows my mind. You'll have people say, well, you know, I had the gun for protection. I want to get at it right away. Well, you can't do that with a kid in the house. If you were by Unless yourself. You teach that kid. If you were by yourself, I see that being no issue. But once you have children in your house, you got to do what you got to do and lock things up properly. Safety lock. Or put a safety lock on it, like the little key lock thing that goes into the, yeah, something. I think it's, uh, it's insanity not to do that. Because let's face it, nobody teaches their kids anymore how to respect the gun. And I hate to say it, that if that child does get charged, which I'm sure he probably will, oh, I'll that, be that parent needs to get charged as no, well. No, if they charge a six-year-old, this country's really went to hell. It really has. And if they're going to do anything as far as the six-year-old is concerned, put yeah, him in a mental put hospital. him in a mental hospital because something obviously is wrong. But not in jail. No, not in, I don't think the child should go to jail. Not even juvenile. Come mm-hmm. on. Not at six. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Because they don't got the brain pan. It's not developed. Most brains aren't developed after the age of 18. What else we got here? I love her news stories in the morning. All right. She does it to piss me off is what she Texas does. Texas has some issues. You want a wall of shame? Oh, a wall of shame. I really love them, especially after the first half of the show where you had Steve Cook. I cannot stand that guy. Steve Cook, I can't. He irritates the hell out of me. He always running around. I'm a biker. Shut up, stupid. Go ahead. So... This is actually a story that uh, I'm sure people might have heard in the past because here we go. A former suburban Houston police officer was set to be executed Tuesday for hiring two people to kill his estranged wife nearly 30 oh, years ago. Oh, they were going to execute him? Mm-hmm. Oh! Robert Frada, 65, is scheduled to receive lethal injection for the November 1994 fatal shooting of his wife, Farah. Oh, I got to cover this on the first one. Admit, admit a contentious divorce and custody fight for their three children. Prosecutors say uh, Robert organized the murder for hire plot in which a middleman, Joseph, hired the shooter, Howard uh, Goodry. Farah, 33, was shot twice in the head by Goodry in their home, in their home's garage. See, people don't do shit right, man. Yeah. But hold on a second here. Yeah. Steve Cook came out and blabbed his mouth because of this incident that happened in Carolina. And how dangerous it was. Well, here you have an ex-cop that got his ex-wife shot and is about to ride the needle. Oh, but get this. Oh, okay. It gets better. Oh, yeah. I love this. Frada, this is the cop who's been in 
prison. He's 65 now? mm -hmm, His attorneys have asked the U.S. Supreme Court to halt the execution held for uh, scheduled for Tuesday evening, which would be tonight. Bye-bye! And and this is at the state penitentiary in Huntsville, arguing that the prosecutors withheld evidence at the trial. Witness, a witness has been hypnotized by investigators. Oh, you no, no, wait, it gets better. It gets better. It gets better. You know, this hypnotist, they say that it led her to change her initial recollection that she saw the two men at the murder scene, as well as the getaway driver. No. You know what? They even if it works hypnotizing people, you can put something in their head. Why do you mm-hmm. think when you say, "Hey, when I clap my hands, dance like a chicken"? Come on, that ain't gonna work. I think he's gonna freaking take the needle tonight. And I think, hey, just because you notice how they have to say he was an ex-cop. <laughs> guess what else is? Guess what else they did? What? Uh, Frada, the ex-cop, also is one of three death row inmates who has sued to stop the state's prison system from using what they allege are expired and unsafe oh, execution on, drugs. That, that has been every <laughs> excuse from those that get the needle. Who cares if they're expired? You're dying. <laughs> Cacas don't not mess around. Well, he was originally first sentenced to death in 1996. Then he was retried and resentenced to death in 2009. So he got his retrial. Yes, he did. And he got the same punishment. Now it's time to pay the piper. Mm -hmm. Just because you're an ex-cop does not mean you get special privileges here. And for once, I agree with Tekis. There, put that needle in him. Poke him a couple times. So, well, I'm gonna have to look this up again and see if it happened last. Yeah, night. because everybody was outraged with that transgender that was put to death in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you'll have some schmuck out there, uh, representative, going around saying, "Well, he was a former cop. We got to take that into account." Maybe he was having psychological problems, blah, blah, blah. You know how these bleeding hearts uh, do it. Oh, I know. It's sad. It is. It's a sad state of affairs. I think it's. You got another one? Yeah, I do. One more. One more. We got time. Then we got to go into five ways to spot an instigator. Why do I think that? That one's going to be a good one. (laughs) Go ahead. All right. We've got here in Illinois. Why you got to bring up Illinois? We're schmucks here. Well, you know, it's, I could either do this one about, uh, about what, what's the, what's the title of this one? Rockford man charged with attempted murder of a cop. Well, maybe the cop pissed on his Wheaties. Or I can do. TikTok creator Noah Brady has passed away due to suicide at 21 years old. We'll do that one in the members only one. Let's do this cop one. All right. 
One of three local men in our state here accused of opening fire on an undercover police officer is scheduled to enter a plea in Winnebago County. See, I got to say something here. (laughs) I got to say something here. If they're undercover and they're playing the part of a drug dealer or something else. Or whatever the situation is. I do not think that they should get an assault on a cop. You didn't know he was a cop. Nope. He was playing the part. Maybe he pulled the gun first. There's so many scenarios that can go with that. You can't really make a snap judgment on something like that. I truly believe that. Well, these three kids must have shitty aim because... They've fired. That's because they're probably turned. They're cocking the freaking gun. I have it sideways and acting like stupid. They don't hit anything. That's why you have all these kids that get killed in drive-bys because they're stupid. They shot nineteen rounds and the officer was not struck. Nineteen bullets and they still couldn't shoot. And they missed. (laughs) Oh my gosh! (laughs) Nineteen damn bullets and he couldn't shoot straight. So <clears throat> maybe get a Mac 10 or something sometime. Let's see. We got one of the three guys said is being charged with attempted murder of a police officer, aggravated discharge of a firearm and unlawful possession of a stolen vehicle. Rattlesnake stormtroopers. Have you ever noticed that in the prequels, they were able to shoot somebody? And in the uh, the you know the originals, dumb assholes missed everything. They did. It was like, what the hell's wrong with you people? Shoot down the middle. And let's see. The second boy, the second guy, uh, faces allegations of attempted murder of a police officer, uh, attempted murder, and aggravated discharge of a firearm. Authorities say during questioning, he told the investigators he was unaware the person in the other car was an officer and that he was defending himself. See, that's, there you go. And then the third, I think that's a perfect freaking defense right there. The third one's, uh, allegedly told police that he made a mistake and was willing to accept the consequences, but he got a plea deal. Yeah. But at the same time, if he thought he was defending himself, Mm -hmm. well, this all took place on the streets. You know, there was like a car chase. So, Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that's that. I mean, right there. I mean, these kids are all the, the these guys are uh, 19, 21 and 19. So if somebody's chasing you. They don't identify themselves as a cop. Mm-hmm. And I that's how you went. have every right to if they're, they're shooting. You don't know what's a cop. You well, shoot the, back. the three boys were driving a stolen vehicle. So. Because they're stupid. The cop, you know, they they chase was chasing them, and they were sh- hanging out the windows of the stolen vehicle, shooting at the car behind them. Wow! That with the nineteen bullets, How freaking stupid, and, can they be? and missed. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even hit the car. Even you can hit a target somewhat. I mean, uh, but no, they ridiculous. what they do is they don't have respect for the gun. They they uh, cock it to the the wrong way. And next thing you know, they can't hit a damn target. Missed it all. That is the issue. 
right there. Mm. I truly believe that. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's redonkulous. Anyway, moving on. And don't forget, members, uh, to go over to Insane Throttle Biker News. We'll be going for uh, 20, 30 minutes over there with exclusive content. Uh, let's see here. Five ways mm. to spot an instigator. Oh, you got to love them people. Mm. And some of these ways I use to spot somebody. Mm. See, I always say... Give me 10 minutes with somebody. 10 minutes. And I'll make my mind up within 10 minutes. Of whether I want to deal with them. I don't want to deal with them. Because the more you listen to somebody. You don't put your listening ears on. Remember how you used to tell the kids that? Put your listening ears on. Sit down in front of me and put on your listening ears. And here we go. Exactly. <laughs> and. Let them talk. You listen to the tone. You listen to the subject matter. You watch their body language. And you'll tell exactly what kind of person they really are. Mm -hmm. And you've actually watched me do that kind of stuff. Yeah. That I would, you know, after leaving, I tell you, you blow me off. And next thing you know, a couple months later, you're right. <laughs> you're right. And I hate saying that to you. Why do you hate saying that to me? I don't <laughs> shove it in your face. All I do is say, I, I told you so. Yeah. I don't like the, I told you so's. I don't like, them. but why don't you, why don't, why don't you take the step that I do? I have now. You have now. I've, I've learned. And how does that make you feel where you open your eyes because you were in the dark a lot that makes me just pay more attention to people it, it was like you were driving down the road it was all foggy you couldn't see what was in front of you and that caused a lot of problems with us when we meet somebody yeah because you are good-hearted you are you're a good-hearted person try to be you might have diamond tits right now but you are a good-hearted person. You want to give people chances. Too many. Not anymore, though. And it sucks when I see you hurt because of the actions of others. Mm. I tried to warn you, but it don't work out that way. So what? what's one of the traits? Instigators are lurking in everyone's life right now. You think? They exist in your family, circle of friends, and your workplace. They cause problems. And they, their interactions leave you with less energy. Kind of like a vampire that feeds off your positivity and optimism. Well, you know, you're talking about vampire. It's kind of like when... They suck your life right out of you. Well, no. Well, that. And when you plug something in, like a, you know, plug brick. You know, it has them six places. It's still draining mm. that electricity, but just not as much. Well, sometimes they're easy to spot, but many times these instigators wear masks veiled as your support system. 
Oh my God, that is an instigator right there. Don't you, that's what you also got to look for when you first meet somebody is if they got a mask on. Well, they filter, they filter out the positive. That Mm -hmm. is number one. Right. They filter out the positive. Don't you notice a lot of people nowadays when you meet them are negative? Yeah. And that's one of the first giveaways with me. What about when you're meeting up on a date? I haven't done it in a long time, so I don't know if it still uh, works this know. way. You sit down with that person that you met on. What is that? That Tinder thing? I guess. Oh. So if you're not meeting for sex, you're sitting there meeting for a relationship. You go sit down. You talk to them. And all they're doing is ragging their ex. They're talking about their past relationship. Don't you think it's time to put that shit behind you? And then talk about the future? No. You can tell if you piss that person off, they're going to talk shit about you. Yeah. Let's let's consider this like a, here, here's an example for a workplace. Mm-hmm. Okay. You walk in Monday morning, grab your coffee from the break room. Your coworkers there ask about your weekend. You're pretty close with this coworker. So you tell them one small negative followed by three positive things that happen. Mm-hmm. Your coworker listens intently and immediately asks you more about that negative point. Everybody goes towards negative. That's the mm-hmm. way people are. I believe they love drama. They magnify the negative. And, and it drowns out all the good stuff. It does. Like Screw Plan uh, Playbook says, instigators are miserable people. Just like we've been talking about. Yeah, we've talked about that the last two episodes, miserable people. And that's why they right away go towards the negative in the situation. Mm-hmm. Why would they want to bring negativity into their own lives? It's like they're opening up wanting it. Now, see me, if somebody approached me and was tell, like if I was talking to someone that's a friend and they were telling me this is what happened and there's a negative and then a bunch of positives, I'm not going to focus on that negative. I'm going to focus on the positive things that happened. Yeah, but is it more interesting? The negative is always more interesting. But it's like in me, um, of course, I'm going to ask about the negative. I'm not going to lie. I will ask. But well, I'm gonna, like when but, you come home with me. But you're going to hit like, the positive what, stuff first, hopefully. I, uh, Me, I go to uh, you and say, hey, what's drama in the town now? Yeah, every day. It's funny <laughs> as shit. You're like, how was work? Don't really care. Any I new compare, drama? <laughs> I compare your station to the old barber shops where people would go to the barber shops and talk shit. Well, now they do it at the gas station. Yeah, they do it there. (laughs) Everything is like messed up. Yeah, you always hear about who's dating who, who's cheating on who. (laughs) It's great. It's beautiful. I hear it all. You name it, I've heard it. (laughs) I've heard it. I've heard it all. Nothing shocks me at work anymore from customers. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Uh-uh. Well, you're kind of like a bartender. Well, I mean, I was a licensed hairdresser behind the chair for years. So, like, this kind of stuff is nothing compared mm. to what I used to hear when, to hear when I was behind the chair. <laughs> right. 
(laughs) (laughs) So, so yes, you know, number one, they're going to magnify the negatives and minimize the positives. Number two is they cast doubt on everything. Oh my God. Now let's say you go to a family member and you talk about that. You have this new business venture, right? And you're so excited because you, you, you just want to do this. You know, it's going to work out or you're hoping it works out. And what does your family member say? Well, aren't you happy with what you're doing now? Oh my God. So they're basically family members are the worst. They're basically doubting you Mm -hmm. and your intellect and you as a person on being able to better yourself. Don't you think when it comes to this stuff that family members are worse than people you might not know or do know? Yeah. I think they're the fucking worst. Because they all up in your business. Well, and it's I like, remember your sister who passed away. She always up in the business. My sister-in-law? Yeah. Yeah. Before she passed away, she all up in that business. She is. But she, she was also, even though she was like always up in everybody's business, she was also, believe it or not, the glue that held a lot of it together. Really? Yeah. That's how you felt? Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because she was the only one that kept sanity between me and my older brother, which who... She was married to and included me in everything Mm. where now since she, you know, she's gone, I don't get included in nothing. Right. Family wise. Mm -hmm. But she was the one that always made sure I was included in everything, which is cool. You know, and she She was cool, but she in that business. She always was. But, you know, she kept the peace at the same time. She may have been an, an, so a, really a busybody, but at the same time, she kept the peace. So she really wasn't an instigator. No, she was just the one that knew everything before anyone else did. Because <laughs> she would she would ask the right questions. Well, then there has to be all kinds of there's, different types. There's of different. There are different types of instigators. I mean, you know, she she was. Some of them do ask the right questions to get that information. Because, you know, if you think about it, if you don't ask the right question, you're not going to know. You're not going to get the answer you want. And I think that is real uh, true. Very true. You have to ask the right questions to get the answer that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. You got to, you know, be a student of Yoda or Mm Obi-Wan with a lot of people nowadays. Yeah. And ain't it sad that you have to kind of scheme to get straight answers out of somebody? Nowadays, yeah. Nobody's it's pretty terrible. No, not a lot of people are straight up and straightforward with in, with information. Well, no, they're not. They beat around and they the want, bush. No, it's not only that, but they try to cl- create their own narrative of drama. Mm-hmm. Like it makes them thrive. And that has to be the biggest trait that somebody that's an instigator has. Which leads us to number three. What's that? They gossip. Oh, my God. Gossip. Instigators. You know what? I have to say you women do it more to men. Uh, probably. I will have to. And agree. I never understood why women gossip more than men. Now, there's some men out there that are just like a chick. 
they'll talk, 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 talk until somebody gives them a dotted eye. But at the same time, you women are terrible. I don't know if it's because of your past where, you know, you were at home cooking with nice aprons on, you know, being a real woman. And now you're out of that setting and you released your inner gossip. Hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up. Now, this is especially true, you know, in Hold the hairdresser business. Hold up. Uh-oh. Here I go. I pissed her off. Wearing an apron and in the kitchen like a real woman. Yes, like really. a real woman. Really? Yes. Really. really? Yes. So a real woman to you is your slave? No, it is not a slave. Yeah, that's basically what you're saying. In the 19, uh, before the 1960s when everybody got stupid. All right, well, you know, it's 2023, dude. Why don't you women, go in the kitchen with an apron? They took pride in their appearance. Oh. They took pride in their house. Oh. They made sure food was cooked. Oh, I'm going to give it to you raw today. They were women. Nowadays, with your women power crap, it kind of kills a relationship. You're getting microwaved food today. Go bigger. All right, so let's talk about the gossip. Why would that make you mad? Dude, because I ain't no woman that's going to be going in the kitchen wearing an apron. I am not cleaning the they house. They took pride in themselves. I am not cleaning the house on a daily basis. I'll clean it when I feel like it. Oh. Anywho. Anywho. See, we got to talk about this. Anywho. On another episode, we got to talk with a, wo- a real woman or last time I what checked, we imagine a woman should last be. Last time I checked, I'm about as real woman as you can get, buddy. In one aspect. What well, did you about say only in looks. only one aspect? Just because I look like one, that, that that's it? That's the only way I am a real yeah, woman? Yeah, but it's because I look like attitude. one? Dude, we better just like chill on this one before there's a brawl up in here. Let's finish this show. They don't have popcorn. <clears throat> no. So let's talk about the gossip. Okay, let's talk about gossip. <laughs> Instigators always have something crappy to say about another person. And let's face it. Sometimes gossip can be fun to listen to. You know, we all we I all like a little it. reality TV once in a while, right? Where's the beef? Just one That's problem. There is why the, there's a reason why you occasionally walk away from gossip session instead of thinking, I wonder what they're saying about me. That's because they are 100% people, absolutely saying stuff about you behind your back. Do you think people like when somebody else talks behind your back? Yeah, no. You don't think so? Well, you know, you must be really bored if you're talking about me all the time. Huh. Me, I laugh. But I guess I'm in a different business where the more somebody hates, the more people that sent my way. And that's one thing everybody don't get. <coughs> It is so true, and this is what people are about when you have haters. People are coming your way. The more you're talked about, the more people you get. I remember that one video, you know, me and Mitch put our differences aside. We talked behind uh, on the phone. But when he did that video, I got 500 subscribers out of that. I was like, hell yeah, talk more shit about me. <laughs> Come on, I'll get out there with you. Talk more shit. 
<laughs> I encourage it though. <laughs> you do. I do. You're, Come you, up with the most outlandish are you, are you, stuff. Are you an instigator? I might be. Well, that's just like, okay, I, I come up with some really good outlandish stuff. Customers always asking me with, me with me having the leg brace on at work. What happened? And here's me. Dude, I was jumping on the trampoline. <laughs> and then you'll change it. To <laughs> and I flipped one. off. Then the next person comes in and goes, oh, my God, what happened to your leg? And I'm like. Oh, dude, for real. I was on my sex swing in the garage and I flipped backwards. You know what, Tommy? I can try to do that, but it never works. Hollywood knows the deal. Happy wife, happy life. Hell no, man. This one's a miserable one. No, there ain't no happy wife, happy life. No, no. <laughs> I can be the nicest guy in the world. And it's still to everybody else. But I do. I want people to say the most outlandish you crap love it. to me. You love it. You love it. I, I think sometimes you're the instigator and you start it. It might happen sometimes. <laughs> Allegedly. It might happen a little bit. <laughs> uh, one time instigation can also be motivational and it can. Yeah, it can because it makes you a better person. I think not, not the instigator themselves, but the person, mm -hmm. you know, that is not the instigator, the other party. Makes you a better person. Well, what's I think. funny is the instigators end up usually looking like an idiot. Yeah. I love it. Da, da, da. You look dumb. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Morbic. Here's an excuse. For I you. love Morbic. Hollywood needs to stop flipping China out of the sex wing. I know. See, that's what happens. And oh, by the way, I also was up on a trapeze and fell off and there was no net. Yeah, that was another one. You come up with some stupid stuff. I know, but customers are like, oh, my God, really? <laughs> I was walking a tightrope and slipped. <laughs> That's just like yesterday. We argued almost all day about my new saying. About what? My new saying. I don't like it. It's stupid. Why is it stupid? I can't copy Big Bird. I don't like Big Bird. I hate Howard Stern. He's you need a something joke. better. So I'm not going to take pig vomit. I'm going to take rhino vomit. I love it. It's funny as hell. But I <laughs> I do instigate. I have to. Am I one of them? <laughs> yes. Do I have any of those? Tra what traits do you think I have? Well, you're definitely not a gossip. No, I don't like that. That's you stupid. ain't into that. No, I don't like that. Oh, here. Wait, but you do do this. Ass blaster. <laughs> number, number four. They escalate drama. That's me. That is you. But the problem is it's my business to do that. Yeah, it is. I have to do that. I escalate everything. <laughs> that is part of who I am but it, but the it, show. But it's, I, I don't know if it's so much. You think you people are going to sit here and listen to me talk about, okay, this is in the news. Uh, we, you know, I ain't going to be that way. No, I'm going to be an ass. Well, that's just that. Okay, people, y'all don't realize that the ass on this show, he is the same ass in person. I am. <laughs> Sometimes worse. Oh, my God. Don't get me high. <laughs> oh, God. Don't get me. I have had people actually cry. He'll make you sign a contract if you get high with him. Yeah. This, I don't Not to take offense. <laughs> yeah, don't take offense when I'm high, baby. <laughs> when I get high, I'm stupid. 
I'll make you feel smaller than small. And he does. I can't be in the same room. You know, that's one of my uh, my one friend. Now the fun is he does it now when he's not. My one friend, I really heard him. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. I was on him. I was like, don't. And I killed this buzz. I ain't ever smoking with you again. Why? I'm feeling good. <laughs> he wasn't anymore. But you think that's what I fit into? You escalate shit. Yeah. You encourage it. You do. Really? Yeah. You want to know how? Okay, how? I'll show you a TikTok video. You'll be like, well, why aren't you responding? Because if you don't respond, you're being a punk. You should respond to that video. No, I'm not going to respond to the video. Well, we got different personalities. <laughs> that but I see, that's, that, that's pushing more drama. But it's also Instigator. pushing people my way. Instigator. <laughs> Come on, you got you to gotta say that is one of your favorite things that I do. Well, I find it funny. Unless it's happening to you. If it's happening to me, no, I don't like it. <laughs> what if it's somebody else, somebody else's expense? I sit here and I ain't gonna lie, I giggle. You giggle. I giggle. I, don't, I do. As long as it ain't on your expense. As long as it's not on mine, no. Oh, that sucks. Somebody else's. I do like fine. it at your expense sometimes, though. <laughs> you get so pissed at me, you don't know what to say. Sometimes if I hit her on the air. Oh, boy, do I get it off air. And I'm sitting there saying, you know what? It's just a radio show. <laughs> mm, that's always his, that's always your excuse when uh, when we're on the show and we get off the air. Come on. It was just for the show. Shut up. No, it wasn't. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go to the members only uh, section of the show over on Insane Throttle Biker News. So if you're a member... Go over there. We're going to continue with the show with our members only, man. We're going to have fun with them, and uh, that's going to be the new perk. Uh, we're going to be going. The show will be an hour and a half, but 30 minutes, you got to be a member to listen to it. We'll be right back. Get over to Insane Throttle Biker News for the second half if you're a member. And if you're not, you can go join on YouTube and uh, just go hit, uh, yeah, join as a member, and you can get there uh, for the first 30 days. It's going to include everybody. Then after that, the 399 level. We'll be right back. Rock on. In a moment, you will meet someone who will take you on a mystery's journey from all 